Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, blogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, Mixcloud and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our official website www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat The pitch is where we sleep And the pitch is where we talk Welcome to The Straight Shooting View Hey, what's up people? My name is Straight Shooting LJA and welcome to another episode of The Straight Shooting View Now, what I want to talk about is, well, I'm wearing a Liverpool shirt and that becomes important a little later. But right now, the Euro 2020. Euro 2020, the European Championships are coming up as I record this in a few days. And already some of the um, idiocy has started. But I'll come back to that in a bit. The travelling roadshow that is, was and will forever be Euro 2020 that... Um, well, I said on pitch talk shows years ago that it was going to be a logistical nightmare. But um, with, the, <clears throat> with the advent of COVID-19 and the pandemic and amber countries, red countries, green countries and all that, yeah, it's become even more of a logistical nightmare. But you know what? It is going to be very interesting to see how this all shakes out because um, within the last couple of days, I think it's Portugal has gone on to the amber list. And yeah, who couldn't have seen that coming after seeing what 20, 30, 40,000 Manchester City and Chelsea fans going over to watch the Champions League final? So yeah, and then come obviously coming back to their home country. So yeah, anyway, anyway, it's just like Liverpool Atletico Madrid about a year or so ago, with Madrid being a COVID-19 hotspot. But leaving that aside, I won't get into politics, because that's not what... Eh, well, football and politics can mix, but that's a different story. Completely different story, which I've discussed before. But <sighs> one thing that's kind of funny to me is, speaking of COVID-19, is the logistical headache. And one of the funny things is that about a day or two ago, as I record this, it's a case of, um, what's it, Sergio Busquets of Spain tested positive for COVID-19. So basically the whole Spain squad has had to go into um, isolation. Now, this is going to throw up something interesting because as I'm recording this, the tournament's due to start in about three or four days. So... If this keeps happening to countries, especially as there were friendlies going on, more on that later, then this is going to make a logistical nightmare, a logistical impossibility. Because if people keep coming down with positive cases of COVID-19, then it's going to be a case of, well, if half the teams have to isolate, then either you're going to have to, UEFA are going to have to move matches around or... They might have to postpone the tournament, and it's way too late to postpone the tournament. But there is also, well, they could fudge it and say, oh, 
oh, well, let's hold off on these test results until we get matches played. And I wouldn't put it past UEFA to do that, to be perfectly frank. I would not put it past them. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see how that all shakes out. But also as well, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, imagine there are some countries, I think, involved in the European Championships who I think are on the red list. So with those countries, and then you've got some who are on the UK's green list, and, well, Wembley is supposed to be hosting the semi-finals and the final. So that's going to throw up its own logistical problems as well. Because, as I said, with, U- with UEFA's Euro 2020, it's the travelling roadshow. It's being held in different countries. And it's still like that with this pandemic. And this pandemic ain't over. So... This is going to be very interesting. I, f- I think that's e- that's going to actually potentially be more interesting than what goes on on the pitch, because it's going to be that like we're all good, obviously as fans we're all going to be trying to trying to like look at oh okay he's tested positive what does that mean for that match if that person tests positive what does that mean what does that mean for this match so in theory that could throw a lot of major spanners in the works. But that's where, I said, things become very, very interesting because of those logistics. But I'll leave that aside. But coming back um, to Euro 2020 and the build-up, friendlies. Now, I saw online, we, go, we England, squeaked past Romania 1-0. Jordan Henderson missed the penalty and people were burying him online including Roy Keane, who rubs me the wrong way because he just comes across as ordinary, bitter, and just crotchety old dude. It's like, I don't know why you're so bitter. You had a glittering career at Man United. It's like, dude, go and get laid or something. Seriously, Roy Keane, go get laid or something, man. Get happy. <clears throat> but um, but it's one of them where it's, where it's like everybody was burying Jordan Henderson in terms of his fitness. And it's like, number one, he's coming back off a few months injured. And number two, it's a case of that's what friendlies are for. That's what friendlies are for. Fitness. Because they don't mean anything competitively. England winning Le Tournoi. What the hell does that mean? In the grand scheme of things, nothing. Because it was a friendly international tournament. So it doesn't mean anything. So these friendlies, where people are saying, oh, Grealish should be walking into this squad. Oh, um, what's it? The formations are too rigid. Again, friendlies are there for experiments. They're there for experimentation. That's what you're supposed to do during friendlies. It's like, do you want to really risk your best players playing 90 minutes of every single friendly? I mean, we've seen, I mean, look at Trent Alexander-Arnold. I so, I really feel for him because Trent Alexander-Arnold, his injury couldn't have come at a, wor- at, the, at a worst possible time. It was right at the end of a, at the end of the friendly. And also, it's one of them was Trent Alexander-Arnold after how many people have like just spat vitriol at him and buried him to the hill. Even that, even that clown Gary Neville calling him a liability. Trent had a shot at redemption and injury took it away from him, which is a damn shame. But it's why, but it's one of them ones as well where I just, I just look at it as like, again, like he's one of the best, one of the best fullbacks in the country and we've lost him now. All right. We as Liverpool, we gained from it. 
because he's now going to have a whole preseason to recover. But I wouldn't have wanted to take away that potential shot at redemption for him after a difficult season where he's had difficult challenges. He's had different challenges to previous seasons. But it's one of, it's one of them as well where it's like, where it's like oh, like, like nobody knows where Southgate is going to go with his final formation. Nobody knows where he's going to go with that first start in 11 for the, for the opening game. So people second guessing is annoying based on friendlies. Cause I said for friendlies are there for experimentation. If anything, I'd want him playing a half fit Henderson in a friendly because at the end of the day, guess what? It gets him minutes. And that's the point of a friendly. It's the thing. People are just missing the point. And to me, some people are missing the point deliberately. Grealish, quality player, but we know he's match fit. Save him for the first game. Spring him as a surprise to, to um, other nations. You ain't got to lay all your cards on the table at once just to get a 4-0 win and a friendly. No. And then, and then, once, and then once we get to the tournament, we do piss poor as usual. <laughs> it's like one semi-final in, what, 20-plus years. And that's and you know what, yeah, one semi-final in twenty plus years, and that was what three years ago. And the first streetwise team we came up against in the knockouts, they had us sussed out. They figured us out, and it was easy for them. So Croatia was streetwise, and they knew what to do to beat us. I remember we got Scotland in our group. That's going to be a very tasty game. You want everybody fit for that game, <laughs> so. It's one of them where it's just, where it's just like you don't want to to not not to be vulgar, but you don't want to shoot your wad in the first couple of games. You don't want to shoot your wad in a friendly and then have nothing left for the for the games proper. Because look here, in friendlies in days gone by, before World Cups, before European Championships, there was one where we where I think Lampard scored and we beat um, what's it Spain one 0 and everybody was getting happy about it. And it's like, well, it's a friendly. It doesn't mean anything. I think Spain then went on to win the tournament. So it's like, well, what did the friendly mean? Nothing. So that, that just, I mean, that just, I said, that frustrates the hell out of me. When in meaningless games and people get hyped up, even over preseason games, people get hyped up. And it's like, well, I said, that's what these games are for. Friendlies, preseason games. They are literally they are literally four players to get their fitness back. How else are you gonna get your fitness back if you don't play 90 minutes? If you play 10 minutes, that does no good. That gives you one touch on the ball if you're lucky. So it, it it just frustrates the hell out of me. But you know what, yeah, with the squad that we've got coming back to England, with the squad that we've got, we actually could we could do alright. I don't know if we're gonna win it, to be perfectly frank. There are a lot of sides with very, very good teams. Portugal going in as the holders. Ronaldo's going to have something to prove after what happened in the Champions League. I would look at the Dutch as dark horses because they've got a very, very good side. You look at guys like Memphis Depay, Jorginho Wijnaldum. Thank you for your service, Genie. Um, by the way, so it's one of them was, there's a lot of good players in that Dutch squad for the first time in a while it's a shame they're going to be without Van Dijk because he could potentially have been that difference at the back to put them over and it was like yeah you might actually be favourites but then France as well you can't look beyond them World Cup winners so it's one of them ones in terms of predictions 
I would look at Hollanders dark horses throw Belgium in there throw Belgium in there as well because 1 to 11 they're pretty strong but I mean I'm looking at I'm looking at France and Portugal to do something so it's one where you just gotta you gotta look at everything in perspective I think we might overachieve again us England as a nation we might overachieve again and potentially get to the quarters of the semis but we have to navigate our way through choppy waters in the group and that can't be underestimated but as said people can't be getting too hyped and overhyped over friendlies and the results of friendlies because I said all the friendlies are is for people to get minutes guys coming back from injury get their minutes that's what it's about and Jordan Henderson's impact as a captain is not just on the pitch with what he does Roy Keane saying oh what's it oh why why do they want him around oh to play cards or anything like that Roy Keane should know better Roy Keane should know as a captain of such a successful Man United side that a captain's role is a lot more than just on the pitch barking orders. It's a lot more than taking a side by the scruff of the neck. It's about running yourself into the ground. It's about being a mentor to younger players. And the England squad is quite young age-wise, generally. So experienced heads are critical are absolutely critical. And when you get that blend right of youth and experience, then the sky's the limit. So for Roy Keane to start shooting his mouth off and saying what he's saying, you know what, bugger him. I'm sorry, but come on. <sighs> anyway, I want to know your views. Comment section is right below. Remember, you can catch us www.pitch-talk.com. That is our website. Catch all of our videos there. You can catch our YouTube links, youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. You can catch all of our videos, including our special feature segments, coaching with JBK, the straight shooting view, five minutes with the G and much, much more. Links are also on our website as well www.pitch-talk.com is where you can catch the RSS feed of our podcast as well, which are also on Amazon Music, Audible, Verbal, Podomatic, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM as well, or you can stream it directly via the RSS feed on our website as well. Stream our podcast right there. Also as well, facebook.com forward slash pitch talk. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the football revolution we're working so hard to create. At pitch talk on Twitter, tweet with us, follow us, see what we're up to. Also at pitch talk on Instagram as well. Every single link, we've got blogs, we got vlogs, we got podcasts, we've got an about us page as well on our website, www.pitch-talk.com. So join the revolution. Let us know what you think. Comment section is below. And you know what? I have been Straight Shooting LJA. And until next time on the Straight Shooting View, well, I want to know your predictions. What are your Euro 2020 predictions? Is COVID going to have a massive part to play in it as well? Is that going to, how much is it going to affect the tournament as well? Hey, a captain's role. A captain's role. How much is it worth? Is it worth bringing a half-fit captain along? Hey, I think it is, to be perfectly frank. But I have been straight shooting LJA, and I will see you next time. Take it easy, peeps. 
join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website www.pitch-talk.com.